Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Well, hello and welcome back to the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. I am Pierce Brantley, co-host of the show. I hope most of you are listening to this at least on Tuesday, not Christmas Day. I know I'm enjoying time with family, taking some much-needed time off, and just reflecting on just how faithful God has been over the last year in my life with my business. And so I hope the same has been true for you as well, that you're cozied up, you're drinking some hot chocolate, you're giving yourself some agency to go gain a little extra weight while you enjoy some extra pie. My wife made four pies. We literally have a pie drawer in the fridge. And it makes me really happy. It makes me really, really happy. I've been doing keto like all year. And the fact that I've got two coconut cream pies, two cherry pies, I think a something with meringue in it, I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to try it. It just puts me in a good place. Another thing that puts me and everyone in a good place is the topic of delegation. How's that for a segue? <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, No, but we are going to talk about delegation today. And specifically, I want to talk to those folks who may have been diagnosed with what I like to call control freak-itis. I think that is the medical term. And it's uh, a debilitating predicament wherein you can't do anything without doing it yourself. And no one else can do anything without you doing it yourself for them, through them. And so this is where the power of delegation really comes into play. And it's something I've been studying for the last year and a half. I'm working on a book for it. And so I want to share some concepts with you. If you're in a place where you know you need to start offloading work to someone else, But the thought of doing so is a little bit daunting, either because A, you don't know where to start in terms of what to hand off, or B, the thought of handing something off actually scares you, it gives you anxiety. This is what I want to talk about, is kind of how to move away from the work so that you can be more effective, so that you can recapture your time. And believe it or not, delegation actually gives you leverage. You get more done through other people when you employ delegation rightly. So to illustrate the effectiveness of delegation, think back to your high school days, this idea of a fulcrum. A fulcrum is a simple machine. You can think of like a, it's got a pivot point in it with like a board atop, atop like a seesaw. And you can lift a lot of weight because of that pivot point, that point, that fulcrum point that allows you to get leverage out of something on the other end of something. We call this mechanical advantage. You're probably familiar with the term from back in the day. In the same way, you have managerial advantage when you leverage the expertise and the time of someone else, you are able to lift more work. And just like in a fulcrum where the farther you move away from that point, the more weight you're able to lift, the farther you move away systematically from the jobs being done, the more you're able to leverage other people's time to get more done. 
It's a fascinating phenomenon. And so your fulcrum, meaning that point at which something pivots, there are four phases of it, meaning delegation has four very clear ways in which you can move systematically away from the work you are doing. And the four fulcrums, the four positions of the fulcrum moving away from the work are, firstly, you don't know what I know. Second is, you can't do what I can do. The third is, you know what I don't know. And fourthly, lastly, we have, you can do what I can't do. So what do all of these kind of four positions mean? First off, the baseline one, the one that every control freak, every micromanager, or just someone who's really comfortable and close to the work who has to move away from it. You don't know what I know. This is the the core fear and the core belief and possibly to some extent the truth of anyone who has to move that work off their plate for the first time. It, you have to come to terms with what is kind of keeping you from getting someone to, to do the work. And you don't know what I know is the first admission of that. And so in order to solve that, you need to move into knowledge transfer really, really quickly. And you have to reverse engineer what you know and teach someone. Now, that doesn't make them an expert or good at the work, but it does help them understand both your mindset and tactically how to do the job in front of them that you will no longer do. So the first part of delegation is... You don't know what I know. And to change that, to move past that, you need to communicate everything you know practically about getting the work done. Once you've done that, you can move to the second fulcrum. You can move your delegation expertise one step forward, which is you can't do what I can do. So as we all know, head knowledge does not an expert make. You have to have that practical experience. And so to move someone into that practical experience, they need to start shadowing you and doing the work alongside you. This is like a show and tell versus just a tell. You need both aspects. So for a gated amount of time, a let's call it like a, a, a probationary period, in the second phase of delegation, you should be letting someone watch and learn the technique and then try it themselves. They will not be perfect at it and you should not expect them to be perfect at it. What you should expect them to do is have basically on the job training. And as soon as you see them getting past a threshold of, of acceptance, you should start to move away from that part of the work. And so the second fulcrum, you can't do what I can do is all about helping you come to terms with the fact that eventually they will be able to do what you can do and you can step away from that piece of the work and then you gain even more of your time back. Now, once you feel comfortable with how someone can do the work, you move to the third fulcrum, the third phase. And now you're really starting to get away from things. So now someone has the head knowledge. They have the ability to do the job. You've recovered a lot of time. The next phase is, you know what I don't know. Meaning, because they are the ones daily involved in the work, 
because they are the ones doing the job now, they actually have a better pulse on that work than you do. And that is a good thing. Now, this is where most entrepreneurs, most first-time managers start to get a little bit nervous, especially if they like the details because now they're disconnected from them. And so you need to be honest about that, but you can go and solve that too because just being good at a job and knowing how to do it doesn't mean they're actually being effective from a business perspective, meaning they're meeting some metrics or some KPIs that benefit the business. We all know that just hitting a number for number's sake does not actually equate to a good output. So in the phase of you don't know what I don't know, you are removed from the work, but it becomes really important that you start to implement reporting. Now, in this phase of delegation, you need to start having weekly, monthly, and quarterly uh, meetups with that person in order to understand how they're maintaining the job that you no longer do, that they do. So weekly looks like kind of more detailed reporting. You're looking to see if they're meeting benchmarks, goals, project timelines, if they're getting the tasks done, and you want to understand blockers. But ultimately, you're removed from the details, and so that time of meeting once a week needs to be uh, fairly high level. You just want to understand basically, are you moving along successfully? Do you have any blockers? And what are the notable things that happened in the last week? In the monthly phase, you're looking ahead up from that. You're looking at projects. You're looking at milestones. You're looking at overall effectiveness and growth of the employee. And then quarterly or even yearly, depending on the type of business you have, you're looking much more at how their role is helping shape the business over time. And so this third phase, while it's often the hardest one for an entrepreneur to struggle with, it's the one that helps you make sure that the machine is well oiled. So if you think about a, a gear in its place, the effectiveness of the gear depends on where it's positioned and it depends on what part of the machine it's in. That's all about finding the right person, putting them in the right role, making sure they can do the job. Making that sure that machine is well oiled is all about reporting. And it's something that it's a, it's an act of maintenance so that you can trust the machine is working the way it should. Now, lastly, the last fulcrum, this is when you are completely sort of abstracted. So the person knows what they are doing. Uh, they can do uh, the job effectively without you. And they actually now know more than you do about the day in the life of the work getting done. And they are shaping the business. So at this point, you are more or less getting pretty good at delegation. And the only thing you're now concerned with is the fact that they can do what you cannot do, meaning they are now the experts. They know more, they've lived in it more. And because of that, they actually can do more than you originally could do in that role. So they are now the, the SME, the subject matter expert and the person who is best positioned in the, in the organization other than you, actually more so than you, to get the work done. And this takes a little bit of time, but depending on the person and depending on the work, you might get there faster than you think. At this point, when they can do what you never could do, have done before, they're in a position to start leading other people because they are now uh, capable of re replicating the process that you just did with them. They know more than the average person. 
They've been in the role for a long time and they have the ability to walk through and, and teach people again. So depending on kind of the trajectory of your own business, once someone is in a position that they know more than you originally knew and they can do more than you could originally do, it's time to consider if if it's right for the organization for them to actually move into management, if they're the right person for it from the temperament and desire and your business needs to grow in that direction, this is probably a time at which they can start replicating that delegatory process all over again. So these are the four phases of delegation, the four fulcrums. The farther you move away from the work, the more work you will get done. First phase is you don't know what I know, meaning you're the expert. The second phase is you can't do what I can do, meaning you may understand it computationally, but you don't have that practical expertise. So give them that practical expertise. Thirdly, you have, you know what? I don't know. Meaning they are living day in the life more than you are, which makes them the best person to go to about facts and details and progress in that role. And then lastly, you can do what I can't do. They are now the foremost expert in the organization, both from a head knowledge and expertise position of things to lead that area of your business completely. And likely, if they're the right person, they're a good candidate for management and to replicate that delegatory process all over again. So this is a lunch break. If you're a control freak, if you have trouble letting go just like me, I hope these four phases have been effective for you. What I would ask is the next time that you bring someone into the organization, you know that that's kind of a pain point where you got to bring somebody in. Instead of just shoveling everything off to them from a, because you have to, because time is of the essence, go through this phase, these phases methodically. Move from teaching to modeling and doing to reporting to letting them replicate the process through management all over again. All right, my friends, I hope you have had a fantastic holiday break. Merry Christmas. God bless you. And don't forget to think eternally. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.